0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard.
1: I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger And I'm Braden Howard. And it is week four of all you're ready for some football right here on Movement Radio. Before we get into week four, guys, what'd you guys think about week three?
2: The NFL three. is drunk and I love it.
0: <laughs> week three was fucking insane for no reason and i'm here for it
1: (laughs) yes absolutely roger what are your thoughts
3: uh i mean it's probably so far been the weirdest season that i've seen in a while um and this season just i mean this week just keeps adding to weirdness
1: yeah Yeah, much so um let's go ahead and go through uh our team games uh chip we'll kick it off with the texans first uh coming through and beating surprisingly the jacksonville jaguars in a very good game until the very like the third or fourth quarter the texans just said nah we're putting this away and they just start scoring out of nowhere man i think both two rookies uh what would you say a kickoff return and a uh a run am i correct about that i'm trying, yeah, to, remember. Fullback. I'm trying to remember i know one of them was a kick return
0: i just can't remember uh, what play was yeah so f- fullback andrew beck scored the slowest kick return in <laughs> nfl history like my dude was trucking nowhere and nobody <laughs> could catch him. <laughs> um Tank Dale, uh sixty-eight yard touchdown pass from uh CJ Stroud. Uh the team really came together. It was the most complete that they have looked in several years. Um, you know, so it's just can they keep that momentum up? Um I, I got a, a couple of little Stat tidbits lines. of of stats for uh, about cj stroud uh and this is uh cj stroud on third downs through three games he is first in touchdown to interception ratio he is first in yards first in completions he's tied for first in passing touchdowns tied for first in big pass plays uh, and what, it, what is considered a big pass play is 20 or more yards. He is second in completion percentage and second in passer rating. Now, this is just his performance on third down through the first three games. I mean, that's pretty good numbers. Uh, and then the other big stat is he is um, first time or he he's first all time in... Completed passes without an interception. 121 completed passes, zero interceptions.
2: That
0: he overtook. Yeah, he overtook Warren Moon for that distinction.
1: Right. Um, Braden, Roger, what do you guys think about the Texans' victory over the Jags this week?
2: CJ Stroud's legit, man. He, he's really impressed so far. And then uh, Tank Dell, he really popped on the scene. I was really happy to see him get so much work. I think uh, if they can get that chemistry going, that can be really deadly. Roger
3: I mean, I like what they're doing so far. Um, we, Like we said, we did expect them to win more games than last year, and they're already on pace to do that. So, I mean, big ups to them, I guess. I mean, it's really right. really weird that the Jaguars shit the bed there somehow.
1: That is very unlike them, but then again, it's the Jaguars, so it's uh, kind of history repeating itself. It's like it's happened before in the past before, so, you know, it's kind of. Um, like I said, sure. I think –
0: I was gonna say, speaking of the Jaguars, real quick, I, uh, I I seen a thing Nick Wright, and I know I, I don't know what you guys feel about Nick Wright. I know he looks weird as shit with hair now. Um, right, right. But I'm glad I wasn't the only one to notice that. Uh, so what what's the show he's on first? First things first. Yeah, uh, they were they were saying that um, pretty much the Trevor Lawrence experiment should be ended, and the Jaguars need to search for a new quarterback
2: good
1: lord he's only been in the league what three years nope yep. uh yeah yeah i mean how long did teams stick with quarterbacks i mean hell he just led his team to the playoffs last year you know and you could you can give credit to him you can give credit to the coaches you can give play, credit to whoever but he, he got his team into the playoffs he won a playoff game Granted, the next game they played, they lost to the eventual Super Bowl champions, but he still got to that level. You know, you can't just say, oh, well, three weeks into the season, oh, they're not as good as we thought they were. Oh, let's cut bait and quit. Like, shut the fuck up, Nick, right? Anyway, <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean, he's a, he he is basically the antithesis. I'll put it to you this way. He's not as bad as Skip Bayless, but he's getting close. That's all I'll say. Um, Moving on to the other, we'll go, we'll go to Braden's team next. Uh the Baltimore Ravens. Uh in, in overtime, but they did lose uh in a uh in a tight one against the Indianapolis Colts 22 to 19. What were your initial thoughts after the loss, Braden?
2: We were coming back from uh, Ohio going to see some family, and we were watching the game in the car, and I was not a happy camper, man. That was <laughs> that was a tough one to lose at home. Um, you know, you want to blame it on officiating but there's there's so many things in that game that could not like you can't just blame it all on officiating we had so many opportunities to win and take advantage of it but we just obviously didn't i want to say it was very momentum based we were very hot on offense to start and then all it took was one fumble in shitty field conditions and then it just went downfield from there the play calling shift and then we just let the colts Stack drive on top of drive and then bad play calling and then one thing led to another and then shit happens. But the one thing I'm concerned is the uh, the Walgreens receipt of injuries right now. So that's going to be tough to overcome going forward. Aside from that, you know, tough loss. It is what it is. But how did your opportunities to win aside from the bad officiating? Right.
0: Chip, Roger thoughts. Um, Um, I mean, Minshew mania. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> here we go it was running wild brother i knew damn
2: well if gardner started that game that it could definitely be a be a chance to lose that one because it's fucking gardner man he's good
0: yeah i mean gardner Minshew's putting on a clinic trying to earn that starting position and i mean he's two wins in right now it's it's not looking good for anthony richardson
1: and the Colts are number one. Granted, it's only three weeks, but the Colts are number one in the AFC South. Uh, let's move on. Um, before we get to the uh, Broncos-Dolphins game, let's talk about the the Monday nighter between the Eagles and the Buccaneers. We all called the Buccaneers, and I was really pulling for Baker to win this one. <laughs> I was really pulling for it, man. But unfortunately, you know, it didn't happen. Uh, the Eagles won 25-11. to um, I thought the Eagles did a really good job toward the end of the game because that first half, It was like three to nothing.
2: That was a bad match, man.
1: Yeah, it was. And then they started roaring back. And it's like, I feel like the the Eagles, especially this season, are a team where it's like, they always play games where it's a tale of two halves, where you don't really know how they're going to go, how it's going to go in the first half. And then for some reason, they turn it on in the second half,
2: and then they start scoring out of nowhere. Um, I really think that they could have beat them by even more. If Jalen Hurts did not hyper-target A.J. Brown, you can go back and look at that. And oh, yeah. Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, everyone's running butt-naked open, but he's hyper-targeting A.J. Brown to death because, you know, he says one little thing on the sideline. then
1: Yeah, I don't even know what that whole situation was about. Like, I didn't keep up with that whole thing. Like, were they and, arguing on the sidelines about A.J. Brown not getting touches? Or he was just what? upset
2: about not getting targets, mainly through the first two weeks, despite them, you know, being undefeated. But, you know
0: yeah it, it's just aj brown being a prima donna he it, he's starting to turn into a more talented to any just, thoughts just, just my opinion
1: <laughs> okay um
3: i don't know about all that but um no i mean it was a heartbreaker unfortunately we were on the, the baker train um, yep but yeah, uh I'll... i mean go ahead No, uh,
0: i i i won't forget go ahead
3: <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I mean, the game was all right, I guess. Um, the Eagles finally decided to start playing as an actual team like they were supposed to be doing at the beginning of the season. Right. Yeah, but unfortunately, it was against a team that we were not hoping they'd beat. But overall, um, I don't know. It was just it was a great game between um, Baker and Mike Evans versus Jalen and um, A.J. Brown overall. But... I don't know. I don't know what happened to the defense on the Bucks to, on this game. Me
0: neither. And not it just, sure. It's unfortunate. Um, I, Chad actually asked uh, Roger and I last night what our thought process going into picking the Bucks over the Eagles was, and you know I explained to him that, and Roger kind of agreed that through the first two games, the the Eagles offense had not looked. Like, it was clicking on all cylinders. There was some, it just, there, there's, there was something off about it. And it seems like, at least for one game, they figured out what was not clicking and made it click. And
1: they were able to beat the Bucks. Right. So, I don't think, but see, even in a loss, I still think that the Buccaneers still have a good chance to win the division from the standpoint that they show that they can even even if even if it was just for the first half they they show that they can they can match up good with a team like the Philadelphia Eagles I think that they and if the longer Baker and this offense plays together I think that it can eventually
2: get better you know this team this Bucks team this year looks better than Brady's Bucks last year without a doubt I think yeah. oh yeah
1: I mm-hmm. think so, absolutely. Um, that's that baker effect.
3: He knows how to get yeah. his team together.
2: He can Ooh. move. Yeah.
3: Go oh, that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um that being said, we're gonna move on to the to the last game that we're gonna be discussing, and it's the Denver Broncos against the Miami Dolphins. The De- Miami Dolphins won by 50, 70 to 20. Um, I would it would be literally unprofessional to me to get on here and gloat and bloviate and talk all kinds of shit because I'm a dolphins fan. But at the same time, at, at one point in the game, and I told Chip this on Sunday, at one point during the game, I was like, You already got the win. Stop. Just run the clock out at this point. But they just kept on scoring, kept on scoring, kept on scoring. Um, to the point to where Mike McDaniel did not kick the field goal at the end of the game that would have made it 73 and tied the all time record for most points scored in a game. So, um, I'm not gonna blow yet about it. It, it was a, it was like, I would give credit to Tua, give credit to Tyreek, uh, the, the, the rookie running back, uh, uh, Devon H. Devon, Devon Thank you. I couldn't remember how to say it, uh, Devon HN. Two hundred over two hundred yards on eighteen carries, four touchdowns. You know, in in in, in the in the game, passing and, and rushing, just it, it was a beatdown, dude. And I kind of like I would I would be like I would feel like I'm insulting Roger if I was to bloviate about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that the Broncos are his team. You know, but Roger, I do want to hear your what's your thought process now as the Broncos stand right now in terms of. What happened
3: Sunday? I said last week, they, their defense is not be able to keep up with them. Mm.
1: I expected a loss. It doesn't bother me. You expected a loss. <laughs> you expected a loss, but did you expect a fifty piece? Like 50 I, at any at any time different. I
3: expect any, I can expect hundred at this point with the team. There's no direction at all whatsoever. Still,
1: so so so, and, and they talked about this uh, yesterday morning. Um, I think it was Stephen A. and uh, Shannon Sharp was talking about it. They said that Sean Payton, one of the greatest coaches in the history of this game, played, you know, coached 15 years in the National Football League, has a World Series, I'm sorry, has a Super Bowl championship, has, you know, he's 0-3 as the head coach. At least Nathaniel Hackett got you two wins in the first three weeks last year. You know, so... so we also weren't as injured. That's true. And... That's true.
3: <laughs> and also, we had not traded away some key defensive
1: players. Yeah, at that point. But, right. Uh, Chip, Braden, what are y'all's thoughts on the Broncos? Two things on this uh, one, Ed, Dolphins?
2: Two things that really stuck out to me in this one. Uh, I found out today something interesting. Usually, there's at least one a game. At least one. Maybe even tons. But the Dolphins did not allow a single hit to do it i'm not talking about sacks he didn't even get hit he let the ball go didn't even get touched a single time i thought that was bonkers so shout out to the offensive lines ron armstead whole group holy shit and then uh i think another one another key fact in this game was the dolphins got the ball in plus territory so many times and it led to so many points so they would get a turnover boom turn right around you're already in plus territory and then they just took advantage of it every time. And instead of field goals, it's touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. So that just the points add up. I was blown away. It got
1: to the point to where they threw Mike White in there. And then he threw an 86 yard bomb to uh Robbie Anderson out of nowhere. You know, I totally forgot Robbie Anderson was on this team until I seen him and I'm like, sure, I sir. forgot he was there.
3: You know, you I'm sorry, chosen. Robbie
1: chosen. I'm sorry, chosen. Thank you. I apologize. I've, I've called him Robbie Anderson since he was playing with Carolina. So excuse me for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was chip. What What are your thoughts?
0: I, I only have two things to say about this game. The The Broncos fired their defensive coordinator after that loss. Uh, Probably a good thing. Except for the fact who in the hell is going to be there run their defense now. And Tyreek Hill is a fucking idiot.
1: Okay, we'll come back to that one first. Uh, the first uh, point that you made uh, about you don't know who they the reports that I've heard from Adam Schefter are saying that Rex Ryan could leave the booth at ESPN and go uh, be the defense coordinator. That's unlikely to happen, but I'm just I'm just saying that that's what's being reported. Um, secondly, expand upon the uh, Tyreek Hill is an idiot thing because I because you know something I don't. <laughs> I mean,
0: did you not see what he said in the the media today? I didn't see that. No, nope. He he's ready to retire from football and become a porn star. Oh my god, he's an idiot! Nice. Hey,
3: make more money with doing less work. How's that stupid?
0: <laughs> I, I, well, I, I wasn't saying unless
1: he was saying, saying no. it as a rib, like you know, no, you
2: know. I just hope he doesn't finish as fast as he runs, man. Hey, <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get to other
3: movie shoots. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do what yeah. you gotta do.
2: <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. That that's
0: dude crazy, is, man. that dude is a fucking idiot, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say that not 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 saying that he's dumb, but it's just like man, I'm ready to retire from football and become a porn star. <laughs> All right, my dude, you go do that,
1: you do that, man. Do do you boo boo? Uh, that that being said, but yeah, that's our that's our teams, um, and we're gonna also. Do one more thing before we go to our or unless anybody else has anything else they want to say about week three anything else that stood out to you
3: yeah, you know keenan allen going to off
1: holy yeah there was somebody else who was it um the cowboys lost that's a good thing right <laughs> well
0: so that was <laughs> hey. that was going to be my question what was more shocking cardinals beating the cowboys or the colts beating the ravens
1: cardinals beating cowboys cardinals beating cowboys because i think because 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 here's the thing like the cowboys have been on this roll. And the Cardinals, let's be honest, everyone knows that the Cardinals are tanking, but they're not playing like a team that's tanking. Not since Joshua Dobbs took over the helmet quarterback. He he has stepped into his own. Like we 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 he had the one game. The one game I did actually watch him play was when he was with the Titans last year, uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars in that pivotal game that would have that's basically the the game that sent Jacksonville into the playoffs. Um So, and he didn't really do that good of a job. You know, he was kind of mundane, kind of pedestrian. He gets the opportunity with Arizona. Obviously, they got the bullshit thing with Kyler Murray and that whole thing. Colt McCoy gets cut. They don't really know what's going on. Josh Dobbs steps in as QB1. And he's been very, very good, surprisingly, with a team that people say is not that very good. But for them to beat the Dallas Cowboys, a team who people have already put... Like, number one, number two, number three ranked in the NFC. You know, in some people's eyes, are the number one team forever. But we're not going to get into that. But I will say that for them to beat the Cowboys, that was more shocking to me than Indianapolis beating the Ravens from the standpoint that the Ravens, I would say the Ravens are higher up on, I guess, the rankings than the Indianapolis Colts were. But the Colts are still kind of formidable because they do have good players like Shaq, uh, Shaq Leonard. And a couple of other good pieces on the defense. And the Ravens, like what like what Brady said a minute ago, they're riddled with injuries, you know. So it, it was kind of a – they weren't equal, but at the same time, they were still within the ballpark of each other, like somewhere between like 15 to 20 in a sense. Maybe 10 to 15, depending on, you know, which ranking you look at. But everyone knew Dallas was up here. The Cardinals were down here. Oh, this ain't going to work. And it worked. Somehow Josh Dobbs was able to pull it off. I, th- I think he's he's having a resurgence in his career, and he's doing a damn good job of leading this team, a team that literally none of us thought was going to even be anything this year. And it's only three weeks, but, you know, so far, so good.
2: The uh, the team store, he I don't know if you guys saw this, but he went to go get one of the uh, – he just wanted a Cardinals jersey of himself, you know, didn't have one. He went to the team store today. They didn't even have his jersey in there. So – by the afternoon they had it in there so cardinals dobbs jerseys are going everywhere i'm a i'm a big fan you know he's a ut guy but dude dude's just he's good right now i mean like he's just doing all the right things he's so smart with the football and just watching him dice up the quote-unquote this could be a generational cowboys defense that was awesome you know i mean i think we definitely see that the loss of trayvon diggs is really gonna hurt them i mean we didn't anticipate that but Micah Parsons did not impress whatsoever. He looked sluggish and slow, and the Cowboys offense was mediocre at best. I mean, you saw the final drive that Dak had. I mean, what the hell are you doing?
0: They're but, missing those they're missing those Zeke runs. I mean, yeah. they weren't he he wasn't getting a, a ton of yards, but he was pulling pressure towards where he was going.
2: It's not where even he- that. Like I think I think having three offensive linemen now, like Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, and someone else didn't play. So I think that could have been a factor. But when it comes to Zeke, I think Tony Pollard is like miles ahead of him right now. So I think they made the right decision on that standpoint. But
1: um, I'm I'm sorry. Dallas, is, Dallas Cowboys' offense is mid as fuck. They are. And the only reason why people thought that they were better than what they are is because that defense is so good. Their defense – can mask a lot of the offensive inconsistencies that they have. While everyone's focused on the defense and the fact that the defense, the, the thing about it is that the defense is good, but now you're now you're without Trayvon Diggs. He's out for the rest of the year. You know, you know, like what you said a minute ago, Michael Parsons looks sluggish. You know, yeah, they they, they, they have a diminished offensive line. But let's not also forget Dak is good, but Dak like other quarterbacks in his tier, they make bonehead decisions and they make throws that they don't need to make, especially in them crucial moments. And he's known for doing that. He does it. I don't know if it's just a, a mental thing that he has to work through, but that's what he's known for. He's known for making the dumb mistakes in the moments that matter the most.
2: In the fourth quarter, he had every opportunity to go win that game. And he yeah. said, three and out, three and out, three and out, interception. Yeah. What do you, How do you – what do you do with that
1: what can you do with that I don't know Raj any thoughts I mean not really
3: surprised I mean we totally all picked the Cowboys to win or anything but not really surprised because we eventually knew that they would start stumbling somewhere um uh, didn't think it was gonna be against the Cardinals though but Josh Dobb has really looked good all season even though that, that they haven't the rest of the team doesn't look like it. He's really been dragging them up the hill to try to get wins early on, and he they got one, and it was against a team nobody expected, which is great. But, I mean, what do you expect from Mike McCarthy, though, guys? You've yeah. been saying it. You've
0: been saying <laughs> it. Um, yeah. So real quick before we move on to Rogers trivia for the week, um, our week three records: I went seven and nine. Talon, you and Roger tied at eight and eight. Uh, Braden, you went nine and seven, and fucking Chad went ten and six.
2: I don't even. I don't even care getting the Bucks pick wrong. I just wanted to freaking tail Baker, and I don't even care that he lost. You think? Oh, I,
1: before Roger gets to his question, I got one more thing because you have brought that up, and I was thinking about this. The pa- he picked the Packers to beat the Saints, right? He did. So did Braden. Okay. No, I didn't. I, what,
2: what? Yeah, I did.
1: My bad. <laughs> okay. They came back from a seven, 17-0 deficit and won this game.
3: They only won because they hurt Derek Carr. Derek right. Carr,
1: they don't win that game. Yeah, Right. And I agree. I agree. But do you think this is now going to just put more emphasis on Chad's pick that, hey, I told you they were coming. I told you they were going to win. And I am was like, no, they're not. But I, I can't argue with two and one as a, as a start.
3: But who have they played?
2: No, I, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you, but... That's a good Saints team, but still, <laughs> like, I feel like these have low key been fluky wins when you look at it. I mean, the Bears, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> the Bears, Saints, I mean, you barely lost, you had zero points until Derek Carr went down. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you played a good Saints defense, but still, I mean, I don't know who came in, who came in as reserve for Derek Carr, james james okay. Winston, okay. yeah, okay. And they didn't trust him whatsoever, so they didn't push the ball down the field. So you're handing the ball off to a fourth round rookie running back, and
3: also, um, can we talk about how there's four teams that are zero three, and two of them are sort of expected, but two of them aren't expected. Who's zero
2: three right now? I know it's um, the
3: Broncos, Vikings. Vikings, Panthers, and
0: Bears. Okay, I so be well, I didn't expect
2: the Vikings to be zero three.
0: I didn't expect the Vikings to be zero be
2: three.
0: And I honestly didn't expect the Broncos to be zero three. Yeah. No. Um,
2: I knew they would be bad, just not this bad, man.
0: Right. No. Um, oh, no. we no. knew there was going to be growing pains in Carolina with with Bryce Young, who didn't play last week and may not play this week. Hear uh, me.
2: Let Andy Dalton start the rest of the year. Holy shit! Please, the dude looks is, good. Let is he Bryce... the backup in Carolina?
0: Yeah. yeah. He good. Okay.
2: He actually competed against the Seahawks, man. I mean, like. They actually threw the ball. Adam Thielen got targets, and it, it just looked like a better offense. Like they were actually comfortable moving the ball up and down the field.
1: Maybe it needs to be a situation of Andy Dalton starts, Bryce Young sees what Andy's doing, and then Andy is the mentor slash player, like coach slash teacher on the on the on the field, pretty much. I what? think that's what, because because that's what they've done in the past though with quarterbacks. You know, they they did it with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. They did it with. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of a more recent example. Um I got
2: you one uh Fitz and Tua. Fitz and Tua was great. There you go. That oh, was yeah. a good
1: that was a good one. Yeah.
2: Like I see okay, so Fitz is better than Andy Dalton in my opinion, but still like the career arcs are very similar in terms of they are both proven veterans and like they've they've got shit done in the NFL. So if you let Andy Dalton just play out the rest of the year, watch how he prepares, watch how he plays, go throughout an entire season. Let him, let Bryce just watch that instead of just throwing him in the fucking fire because every, the mantra of Bryce right now is that he's probably the worst rookie quarterback out of them all right now. So just give him time. Like, but is,
1: but is that his fault or is that the fault of the team that they've surrounded him
2: with? I don't think the pieces around him are the worst right now, personally. But that's No, just... but he's,
0: he's only played two games, one and a half games, Right, uh, one and yeah. a half two well, games. We'll say two. We'll say two. Uh, so I mean, the jury's still out. I mean, he got he got hurt. What was it? A concussion? I think. Uh, we'll uh say ankle. ankle. Okay. Uh, Richardson's the concussion. That's right.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and he may not play this week. So that's, uh, two, two and a half weeks without Anthony Richardson, which is fine. Let him sit behind Gardner Minshew and um, learn there because yeah, Gardner Minshew, he's not a quote unquote veteran. He's what, three or four years in the league.
3: But he um, would get the veteran time at
0: this
1: point. He yeah.
0: is good and his ability to um, prepare for the teams that they are playing is what anthony richardson needs to
1: to learn all right you ready with the question now raj
3: um yes um <clears throat> this one is a little a little easier than the usual but um name me at least five out of the last seven nfl receiving rookies to have a thousand yard season
0: oh five of the last seven
3: rookies uh nfl rookies with a thousand yard receiving
1: these are these are notes mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> these, are, these are
1: notes um i'll throw my guesses out real quick um is one of them brendan cooks nope okay
0: okay i took um, take him off
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh garrett wilson
3: oh no i should get right down what you got to say instead so of just giving you yes and no's right now okay all right we doing so, like
2: prestructure out or what we're we doing what
1: are we
2: doing are like you, three strikes you're out
3: no I'm mean just seeing who gets to the
1: which most one of you guys one. yeah alright um okay like I said okay. okay so no Brandon Cooks I what you say next uh Garrett Wilson
3: okay <clears throat>
1: uh Jalen Waddle
3: okay
0: He's not giving you yes or no. He's tallying. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, not him.
3: Um, not him. What do you have right now?
1: <laughs> I wrote down DK Metcalf, but I don't know if that's right or not.
3: Well, you wrote it down, so I'm
1: putting it on oh, the list. Uh, DK. Yeah, fine. DK Metcalf. Um. Two, three, four fuck is the player who plays for the Jets, the rookie that plays, the rookie the, the wide receiver that plays for the Jets? Not, not Is it is that Garrett Wilson?
3: Yeah, so you already said Garrett Wilson. Okay,
1: okay, then I'm thinking of, okay, Christian Wilkinson, Wilkinson, I'm sorry, Christian Wilkinson, that's who I was thinking of when I wrote that name down. Oh, why the fuck I was thinking Green Bay when I thought, when I wrote that.
3: Does Christian Wilson uh, play for Green Bay?
1: One of them. Wilkinson. You're thinking of
3: Christian Watson.
1: Watson, why am I fucking you know thinking of Well, Wilkinson.
3: too bad you said Wilkinson. <laughs>
1: motherfucker put it down right you know what i'm talking about put me on the spot and shit that's all the five i got
3: that's so you're, you're, putting, I got. you're saying christian, watson. christian all right. watson all right chip was worse
0: here's yours. what i got i got jalen waddle justin jefferson jamar chase michael thomas mike evans and i said brandon cooks but you already told me no so that i, I would have been
1: right. i was thinking more like mm. new
3: All right, and Braden.
2: All right, I got seven. I'm going to go slow with it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) He's on his phone. He cheated. Oh, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I got Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Jamar Chase. Okay. Mike Evans. Okay. Odell. DK. Okay. Jalen Waddell. Okay. Galvin Ridley.
3: Let me see. Um, um, check, 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 check.
0: I love how when you said Odell, he was like... Tch.
2: Yep. <laughs> I heard that <laughs> too.
3: It is a tie between Chip and Braden. Oh! You guys got three out of seven... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got none, right? You got two. Oh shit!
3: <laughs> um, you actually okay. said one of the ones that they didn't say. But in order, from most recent to number seven, so most recent is Chris Olave. Shit! <laughs> I, I, I didn't even think he had
0: a thousand yards. Got <laughs>
3: it. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, second most recent, Garrett Wilson. They were the same year. Yeah, God. is he an actual oh. receiver? Garrett yeah, wasn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just said who got receiving yards. It, it could have been tied in also. Well, uh, motherfucker, Kyle run- Pitts <laughs> is on that list, and and running back. Um, What's the what? third most recent is Jalen Waddle. You guys all got that one. After that, Jamar Chase. After that, it's Kyle Pitts. Oh, Kyle yeah, shit. I just said. I, I just said rookie that had a thousand yards receiving. I didn't say no. Receiver. You said rookie receiver. No. Rookie Go rookie
0: back with, and listen.
3: <laughs> oh, well, i better than it. Didn't hit. He's going to
0: edit shit out. No, He's going to edit out the word receiver. He's going to dub
3: it. With, rookie with You're a thousand gonna... yards receiving. Uh, after that is JJ, and then last is AJ Brown. Dude, what? A.J. Brown with the Titans had over a thousand yards.
2: Ryan Tannehill can throw a thousand yards.
3: Dude, AJ Brownie can. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> they went to the playoffs that year. They wouldn't even the playoffs.
2: I don't think he had a thousand, man.
3: I mean, yep. y'all forgot I knew... Chris Olave existed. Apparently,
2: I, I didn't. I, <laughs> I was I,
0: I thought he was close, but I didn't think he hit the thousand mark. I knew Kyle Pitts did, but.
3: I swear you said rookie receiver. I I specifically said rookie with a 1,000 receiving yards. So you wouldn't get confused with me just putting receiver. Send in your questions
1: to Movement Radio. Okay. All
0: right. (laughs) Yes. Movement Radio 2019 at gmail.com. Send in your questions, and they could be read live on the
3: next episode. Absolutely. I don't know about about all that now. Hey. I'm going. But yeah, last right. year, but last year, Chris Olave had one thousand forty-two yards, and right now he actually has three hundred and two yards. So he's probably gonna have a better year this year.
2: Shit, have James well, chucked it to him. That's what I was. <laughs> hey, it's a thirty
3: for thirty. <laughs> thirty for thirty. Yeah, he'll get it
1: down there regardless. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move on to the power rankings for this week. Um, I, I think it's no surprise that the Bears have dropped to thirty-two. So that's getting that out the way. Damn. But if we're talking oh, about wow. our teams, huh? I say, wow. Yeah, the, it's no surprise. The Bears are 32. The Bears suck. Um, but at number 31, dropping eight spots in the power rankings are the Denver Broncos. Yeah. At number... I mean, the bottom
0: four should be all the 0-3 teams.
1: Uh, Actually? Actually, no. The bottom... 32, 31, and 30... Are the Bears, the Broncos, and the Panthers. But then it goes to the Giants, who are one and two, the Colts, who are two and and one, the Raiders, that are one and two, and the Minnesota Vikings, who are 0 and three, are ranked
3: 26th. They started so high.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, The Houston Texans bumped up eight points to the number 23rd spot. Too high. I'm just letting you know what it says. No, I know. Uh, I just
0: think that's too high for one win.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a big win. Yeah, yeah, it's a big win. Yes. Um, the top 10 um, at number 10, bumping up eight spots are the Green Bay Packers. At number cool. nine, I don't know. At nine, bumping up four spots are the Cleveland Browns. At number eight, falling one spot are the Baltimore Ravens. At number seven, bumping up one spot are the Detroit Lions. Number six, going down two spots are the Dallas Cowboys. Number five, going up one spot are the Buffalo Bills. At number four, going down one, even in a loss, was the Philadelphia Eagles. At number three, going down one, even though they won, were the Kansas City Chiefs. At number two, going down one, even though they won their game, the San Francisco 49ers. And jumping up four spots to the number one spot this week on NFL.com's power rankings, they have the Miami Dolphins. A well,
3: little too high to Miami ask Dallas. me.
1: Well, I mean, I'm, when you look, look,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but I, I always find it confusing. You, you overtook teams that didn't lose. Uh Chad, buddy, I know you can't be with us, but we already talked about him wanting to be a porn star, and uh, you might want to learn how to use spell check. Um, uh, but I've always oh, he said found it, right. it. he said it right, porn <laughs> star. I've, I've <laughs> always found it. Interesting how teams will jump teams that are like undefeated and won their games. Like, yes, the Dolphins put 70 up on the Broncos, but let's see. I and again, I know you're the Dolphins fan, but let's see them do that to the Bills. Let's see them do that to the Eagles. Let's see them do that to the 49ers. Then we talk about jumping other teams that have already that won their games.
1: No, I agree 100%. Um I think just be, I think the 70-point display was probably one of the main reasons why they bumped all the way up to number 1. But again, sorry Roger. It was the Denver Broncos. They're not that good of a team. This Jeez. Sunday this Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, I think this is going to be the moment where we find out if you're legit or not because Buffalo's legit and we'll see what happens.
0: All right. Uh any other comments about the uh the power rankings?
3: Braden? No, they're, they're Roger? always wrong. They're always wrong. <laughs> <always> wrong. <laughs> Blah. Uh All right.
0: Well, let's let's Jump right into week four. We'll start with our Thursday nighter. We got the Lions versus the Packers. Where are we going?
3: Lions, baby.
1: I'm
0: also going Lions.
1: Coming. I'm also going Lions. Dude. Braden,
0: give me some of that um give me some of that great insight you got there.
2: Man, they've still got I legit I went full Packers last week due to the fact that I thought they were getting guys back. Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, Watson. And then today i'm finding out that they're probably not gonna be back this week not to mention we're losing Jair alexander aaron jones and the rest of the slew of injuries that we've got and you've got a Lions team that's gonna come in and probably kick your ass just like they did last year to make sure that you didn't get in the playoffs mm-hmm. i mean it's just short sweet and simple dan campbell's probably gonna come in and kick your ass you know so gonna take the Lions getting one here lambo yep
1: all right I assume Uh, Chad's going with the Packers. Did
0: I even have to say? No, you didn't. You didn't. Okay.
2: (laughs) We already kind of knew. Does he know they can't go 17-0? No, he Um, doesn't
3: know
0: that. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, So, yes, uh, Chad is going with the Packers. Uh, I am going with the Lions. Uh, Now, the Lions are a currently only a one and a half point favorite and the over under on this game is sitting at 46 right now
2: it's a pick em, man there is no edge really um yes yeah. injuries it's <laughs> it's really a pick pick'em. especially with a one and a half point uh
1: favor like nah it, it, it i'm not agree with right it's a pick me at this point
0: mm-hmm. um so next up we have our first London game. This is going to be uh like 9:30 in the morning on ESPN. Yeah, on ESPN Plus and they're doing something really cool. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Uh, it's also going to be on Disney Plus. Uh and they're doing it in Toy Story format so they're they're taking like Pixar is is helping with this and they're actually going to have the game live in andy's room That's like weird heart it, it's it's gonna be cartoonized and everything and I, i'm not sure actually which which broadcast i'm gonna watch i may watch <laughs> them both but i'm, I'm really definitely watching the see. disney
1: plus version i'm
2: definitely I watching have Disney Plus. morning with my coffee
0: yeah i'm, I'm really <laughs> interested to see how that works uh with the, the Disney plus version. Um, so we got Falcons versus Jaguars, and this is a Suedo home game for
1: the Jaguars. Um, I I think, where are we going? I think that with, with the, um, with the Disney plus thing, I think this is my only comment about that. It's either going to be the coolest thing we've ever seen, or it's just going to be a shit show. And I'm praying it's cool. i really do hope that it's cool. Um, as far as the actual game itself goes, Yes. Atlanta's been looking good lately, especially with Bijan running the football. Um, Kyle Pitts is hit and miss sometimes, though. Uh, Desmond Ritter has been not coming into his zone, but he hasn't been making stupid mistakes. So I am busy at the same time. I don't want to say that last week's loss to the Texans was a fluke because I think the Texans are a good team. But at the same time, I know Jacksonville can play better than what they played against Houston. That being said... uh, I'm 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 still going to lean toward Jacksonville to win this game. All right,
3: Roger, where are you going? Um, I don't know, man. The Falcons have really impressed me.
1: <sighs> you gonna take the lead? Yeah,
3: I'm gonna take the lead. I I, I trust in Bijan Moore... Did I trust the Jags' defense right now? Okay. And Desmond Ritter hasn't given away a game, except for that first one. So, I feel confident in him not shitting the bed. Brayden.
2: So this this is one of the hardest games to pick this week for me. Whenever I was going through this week's games, quote unquote, Jacksonville is the technical home team here. They play almost every year in London from here on out. And to be fair, they, they don't do well there. They're one in three when they play there, honestly. And with the performance last week against the Texans, they kind of got caught lacking, you know, they're reading news newspaper clippings saying, Hey, you know, this team's the shit. And I think if you do that here against Atlanta, you're going to get hit in the face. You know, this is a team that will pound the rock and, uh, I like Bijan and that defense a little bit more here. I want to go with the Falcons.
0: All right. Um, I am also going Falcons. However, Chad is going just like Talon and going Jaguars. Now the Jaguars are a three point favorite. And the over under on this game is 43 and a half.
1: I'm taking the under on that one. I don't know if they're going to score that many points
2: no London game no. no expect no points
0: no yeah th- I mean those are what time what's what's the time differential between uh East six, to here and London? six to eight hours I think it's eight hours I believe so if it's at 9.30 our time what is it 9 10 11 12 about
1: 6.37 their time 5 Roughly, 5 about
0: or 6 their time Roughly six. Eight. yeah. If it's an eight-hour difference, it's
3: five five, five hours. It's five hours difference. Five hour. okay. so, so it's a that name, makes it a
0: yeah. A it's it's two, a one, one o'clock. Two game. o'clock. It's yeah, a two o'clock, yeah.
3: o'clock game. You know.
0: Yeah. There you go. Okay. So that's 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 normal, except
1: for they're working off a of jet lag, and it's an and it's in London and. It's yeah. that time of year where they're going to have a lot of rainfall, too. So it might you might have a rainy London game.
2: Isn't that stadium, is that a dome? I can't remember.
3: I think it is a dome.
1: I think it is, is it a dome? dome. Okay, then don't worry so. about the weather. Don't don't worry about inclement weather then.
3: <laughs> yeah. Let me look up the stadium again just to be sure. All
0: right. While well, you're looking that up, um, next game on the bill is Dolphins versus the Bills. Now, this is in New York. Uh,
1: Talon, where are you going? I'm going Dolphins. Call me a homer if you want, but something's going on with Miami right now. I'm going I'm going with the Dolphins in this situation because I'm hoping that what You're happened hoping they can drop another 70. I, I no, they're not dropping another 70. They'll, to be honest with you, they'll be lucky if they drop 30 on the Bills because the Bills are good. The defense is good. I don't necessarily worry so much about our offense versus their defense, I worry about their offense versus our defense. Because Josh Allen, despite his ability to throw interceptions, throws way more touchdowns. And he still got Stephon Diggs. He's still got Gabriel Davis. That all, that that. <clears throat> I do think that we have a better running game than they do, but I feel like their rushing defense is better than ours. So that scares me. It's going to be a clash. That being said... Again, call me a homer if you want to for this, but I'm going with the Dolphins to win. All right. Roger, where are you going?
3: I'm still gonna go Bills. Um, it's gonna be a close game overall. Um I think their defense is gonna be a little bit better. It's definitely better than the Broncos defense, but I think their defense is gonna be overall better to compete with the Dolphins. And uh Wembley has a one of those retractable roofs. Okay. okay.
0: Uh Braden, where are you going? Dolphins Bills.
2: So I really wish this was the the Sunday night primetime game because this is damn well the, the game of the week. So it really comes down to A is Jalen Waddle gonna play and B this being in Buffalo. So we saw that the Dolphins could put up points without uh Waddle, but still man, it's it's tough to go against that Buffalo defense in Buffalo. Yeah. And I think that we saw that defense finally got clicking. Three interceptions against Sam Howell. Granted, it was Sam Howell, but still. And the offense, they made that great Washington D-line look like it was trash. You know, like they 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 were clicking on all cylinders. You know, I was getting notifications on my phone. Josh Allen completed a 50-yard pass. Josh Allen completed a 30-yard pass. It was bang, bang, bang. They're they're clicking. And when they click, you you don't want to be in front of that freight train. So give me a buffalo at home.
1: All right. One, one, one little thing I will say, and I know no. this was last year, and it's probably Hold not on. a big deal. Hold on. Go, go are,
0: are, are you going to say if Jalen plays,
1: Dolphins win. If he doesn't, Bills win. You're no, going to give not, me some of that bullshit. I'm not, I'm not going to hit you with no Chad Queen bullshit this week. <laughs> I am going to say this, though. You have to remember that last year in the playoffs, the Dolphins, with a third-string quarterback, only lost to the Bills at home by three points, 34 mm-hmm. to 31. So, but, but this time we have Tua, we have Tyreek. We have a two, three headed monster in the backfield with Raheem monster. Um, Devon, a chain what I said. And, uh, even Alec gold can even run. So Jeff, Jeff Wilson's going to be back, you know? So we have, but again, like what I said before, the, our running game is going to be against their rushing defense and that's going to be a clash you know so like i said i understand why you're picking the buffalo bills again this one is legit a homer pick i have to
2: go with miami on this one i'm sorry i don't yeah um, it. it's it's legit to pick them. 100% to pick them.
0: yeah i uh so so chad went with the dolphins and we don't get to hear his perspective i also went with the dolphins um but I do think this is going to be a a really tight, close game. Yeah. Um, so uh, was, now was the, the Bills. Okay, go ahead. The, the, the Bills are a two and a half point favorite, and the over under is 53 and a half.
2: I
1: don't know about 53. And, well, maybe.
2: Uh, I don't know. A little bit more defense than you think in that one. That's what I'm yeah. thinking too. Yeah.
3: 27 points each.
1: Yeah. yeah. It might be like yeah. the the game versus uh LA from week 1, you know, if that in if if that's the case. But even then, you know,
2: it's still it's still going to be close. For an NFL game, low key 53 is a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, last week, nah. <laughs> <laughs> who 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 had over 90 in that game? <laughs> Shit. Anybody who took the over on that one won. Hell yeah, they did.
2: If you take an under a Miami game, you're a brave man. I mean, well, Chargers
3: charges of Vikings had more than 54 points.
2: Right. Well, they were talking about it. They were talking about it
1: on um, – I, I can't remember if it was first take or if it was first things first. Um, I can't remember who said it, but they said, you have to score a minimum of 27 points to beat Miami yep. because of how deadly their offense is. You know.
3: Or just shut up oh. the offense. What was that, Rog? Shut down the offense. Yeah, if yeah. you if your defense is good
1: enough. Oh yeah. So that's what scares me. If we play a team like San Fran or Philly, which we got Kansas City coming up, and Kansas City's defense is no slouch. All right, but go. Ahead, let's move on to the very next game.
0: Uh, next game up, we got Vikings versus Panthers. Um,
3: yes, yes, what we've been waiting for guys. <laughs> yes. This barn burner. This is
0: gonna be fire. <laughs> After this game, there will only be three un or three winless teams. Uh where are you guys going? Who who's who's getting their first win? Vikings or Panthers?
3: I'm going Vikings.
1: I'm going Vikings, but I don't feel confident about it, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, but, but I would feel just as equally unconfident if I picked the Panthers too. You know, the only thing, I can honestly say the, the Vikings do have a better overall team than the Panthers right now, but that's not saying much because we honestly thought that the Vikings, I didn't expect the Vikings to be 0-3, so they're, they're more of a disappointing team than a team that's like, like okay, like the Panthers, you can kind of understand them being 0-3. They got a rookie quarterback and a whole lot of, you know, missing pieces, there's no excuses for the Vikings to be 0-3. There's there's just not.
2: Braden? Uh, Got to go Vikings here. Uh, something to note for the Panthers was uh, J.C. Horn and Shaq Barrett heading to IR. So, I don't mm-hmm. think they played last week either. So, expect Justin Jefferson to probably go yaw yah and get 200-300 mm-hmm. yards in this one. Uh, I don't like the Panthers' defense as it is. I think... Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be pretty tough to defend those guys. And I think that they'll probably get a good one-two punch going in the run game this week with uh, Alexander Madison and implementing Cam Akers into the lineup as well. So I think at the run game, going should uh, open up more passing opportunities for Jay Jettis and Jordan Addison. Yeah.
1: Maybe Madison won't disappoint nobody on their fantasy team this week.
2: Hey man, last week he did okay. Not terrible. He got a lot of uh, pass catching Mm -hmm. opportunities too.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at look at Roger's face. <laughs> he's, Roger's he's like <laughs>
0: Roger's like he's in one of my leagues. I'm trying just to justify.
3: Himself. I'm trying to justify. Yeah, he's he boobooed himself.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh so uh both both Chad and I are going Vikings. Uh I, I'm saying I will say that I'm going Vikings because I just trust that Vikings offense way more than I trust the Panthers offense and then with the panthers losing some key pieces in that defense that's uh gonna put them out uh now minnesota is only three and a half point favorite and the over under is 45 and a half on this game
2: that spreads pretty well to me yeah freeze it's a buy opportunity on yeah. the vikings i think
0: of course Uh, yeah uh next up we have the Broncos versus the Bears this is in Chicago where you guys going uh do we have to no (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh well I'll start off I'm gonna go with the Broncos here I I even though they just lost by 50 to the Dolphins, I still think that they're a a little bit better of a team than the Bears. Um, the Bears are in shambles right now um, with everything that's going on with the coaching staff and the team. Um, so I, I just don't. I don't see them pulling it together just yet. I think it's going to be a few more weeks before they get their their first win. Uh, so I'm going Broncos.
1: Do you guys remember Blitz the League 2 and that one team, the Washington Redhawks, had that quarterback, and he was the only good player on the team like nobody else <laughs> on the team had a ranking higher than eighty, but his but his ranking was like ninety-eight or some shit. Yeah, that's what the that's what the Chicago Bears are. They are a horrible team with a somewhat. And I don't even really think he's. I don't even think he's a top twenty quarterback. Justin Fields. I don't. I don't think he is. His play has diminished so much, and you could say it's lack of. Respect. That's the thing you have.
3: A lack of an offensive
1: line. That too.
3: But, I mean, Uh, you have Chase Claypool, DJ
1: Moore, like these guys who did good on other teams, but when they come to the Bears, all of a sudden, they forget how to play football, you know? Well, I mean,
0: we've said it from the moment that Justin Fields stepped foot on the field for the Bears, that kid has been running for his life every game. They don't bolster the offense. What's this, his third year? Right? Third, yeah, third year. Third yeah. year, yeah. Third year. And they haven't bolstered the offense once in the three years
1: he's been there. No. So. And you would have thought, because uh, they've had good – I mean, What mean, what, what's holding them back from signing some offensive linemen in the offseason? Money. Like some good – Money. But aren't, wait, aren't they – Wait, no, wait. No, they, they don't. Never mind. I was thinking of a different owner. The Hallis family uh, yeah. still owns the Bears, correct? The Hallis family? Yeah,
3: they bought them already.
1: Okay. So right. you would so, think so, that they would have but, Yeah. So so who do you got winning? Broncos? Roger.
3: Broncos.
2: Braden. Braden? It's gonna be Broncos here just because of the uh pure lack <laughs> of talent from the from the Bears. It's it's just rough. Just it's be good. honest, it's
3: the trash everywhere.
2: It's it's <laughs> bad. I really think that this is off topic, but just give Justin Fields a fresh start, man. Get him out of there. Yeah, send him somewhere better.
3: Yep. Send him to the Jets.
2: Send him to the Jets. Uh, he's, he's a Falcon, man. They should have taken him in the draft. He, he needs to get traded there.
3: I mean, their offensive line is better a little bit. Yeah.
0: Oh, I want send him to team. Washington. You put him and Bichon together.
3: <laughs> send him to Washington. Or Nashville. Maybe play with the Titans.
0: Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't mind saying uh, that. Chad is also going Broncos, and the Denver is a three and a half point favorite. The over/under on this game is forty-six. That's really low. I think that's high for forty-six. I would, go, I,
1: I, would I would still go under on that. Forty-six. To be honest with you, I'd still go, yeah, I Yeah, for, I for still these two up. teams. Well, didn't I, I, it, well, well, hold on a minute, because a, a, a few minutes ago, you guys said that the average NFL betting line was at like 50-something.
3: No. The 50, um, 50, the, it, 53 and a half was, were Bills and Dolphins.
2: I would say yeah. 45, 46 is average, but for two mediocre teams, I would say that's kind of high. I would expect that to be more around 40. No, but the, for, average, yeah.
3: the average in the NFL right now is like 38. Didn't know that. Yeah. Your team skewed it last week for everybody.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> no, man.
1: I'm sorry. Should Just be play defense. All right, we're all going Broncos uh, here, so let's. Yeah,
0: yeah. On. That's that's across let's, the board. It's the only on. one we've. No, we two two in a row. We've all agreed on. Uh, next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Talon, where you going?
1: The Browns have been looking okay. Ravens you, are is is going, going. Well, hang on. Hang on. Ravens have been going through some injury issues. As always. Woo. But I don't know. There's a part of me like this was this, this, this could be a pick them too. But just because I think it is in Cleveland, the Buffalo, I'm sorry. Uh, Baltimore is dealing with issues as far as injuries go. And even though the, the Browns are without Nick Chubb, they're Kareem Hunt. They got Kareem Hunt. They still don't have Nick Chubb. Um, You're not like Kareem Hunt can't play. I never said shit about Kareem Hunt. I was talking about Nick Chubb. Where the fuck did you go? Continue, sir. Thank you, Braden. <laughs> they just being dicks to me. It's fine. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like... I said, said they that. don't have. I said they don't have Nick Chubb. You're the right. one that brought up Kareem Hunt. I didn't say jack shit about Kareem Hunt. I'm go, okay, cool. He's there, awesome. He can run the football. That's great. But what I'm saying is, is that you, would you rather have Nick Chubb or would you rather have Kareem Hunt? You would be much rather leaning more toward Nick Chubb than Kareem Hunt. Now that doesn't mean I think Kareem Hunt's trash. I just would prefer Nick Chubb. That being said, that's beside the point. In this game. Between Baltimore and Cleveland, I'm gonna go Cleveland. I think Cleveland being at home has a little slight advantage, especially with Baltimore with the injury history that they have right now. Roger.
3: Um, I'm gonna put a little bit more faith in the Ravens still. I just I don't know. I I still don't believe in the Browns' success. I just don't feel like they're gonna continue on with this. Okay. Braden?
2: I think the Ravens here, the offense is kind of it's struggling to find its way. And with the Browns being damn near top five in every defensive category right now, it really, really worries me. And I think this year, now that Miles Garrett actually has help, I think the signing of Zadarius Smith is a big one. And the defense is really clicking. And as much as I hate to say it, Deshaun Watson is actually making plays. It's tough to me to think about us going into Cleveland with the laundry list of injuries that we have. Melvin Gordon at running back. Backups everywhere. It's just, it's hard to imagine us going in and getting that win. So, I don't want to be a homer here. So, I will pick uh, I will pick Cleveland in this one.
0: All right. Uh, I also picked the the Browns uh and the reason I did that was because of the the injuries to Baltimore right now. I think if Baltimore was fully healthy they win this game 100%, but I have to go with the knowledge that I have and I think that with with the injuries um the the browns win this game uh chad is actually gonna go with the ravens here now cleveland is a two and a half point favorite and the over under on this game is only 41 so it's it's a lower uh lower over under than the broncos bears game
2: it's a typical AFC north boxing match you know it's it's probably gonna be really low scoring It's it's gonna be close i think but
1: yeah why do all the teams hate like like violently hate each other? Like, you get the Ravens and the Steelers together, and, they, and it's like people want to kill each other in the parking lot. You know, it's like, I don't it's, know. It's, I'm not kidding, it's man. It's that type it's, of division, dude.
2: Game, like, every, if you get an AFC North matchup, all of them are like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the top tier one, in my opinion, is Ravens, Steelers, but it's not as intense as it used to be. But it's every game, all of them. Everyone hates each other.
1: Yeah. Yep
0: all right next up we have Steelers versus Texans and this is in Houston Talon
1: where are you going I have faith in the, I have faith in Houston based on what how they can how they played against Jacksonville and seeing oh, let me, did they win uh did Pittsburgh win last week against the Raiders they yeah mm-hmm.
3: okay. after Jimmy G got hurt
1: after Jimmy G got hurt okay yep um i think that pittsburgh is formidable but i think that the the texans can ride that wave of momentum after the big win against jacksonville and i think they're going to carry that momentum into their home game against pittsburgh so i'm going to go with houston to win this game
3: right roger i'm gonna go with houston uh i don't trust kenny pickett enough to still pick him Uh
2: Braden. I do like the Steelers on the road here, just of the thought of, uh, I don't think Houston's D-line is, well, I'm sorry, Houston's O-line is fully healthy yet. I still think they have two or three guys still out. So I do expect, uh, I don't think Cam Hayward's back yet, but TJ Watts, he's, he's getting after it. And, uh, slowly, if you did watch that Steelers game at the very end, that offense started to click very slowly, but, uh, Jalen Warren started getting, going in the run game and, uh. Kenny Pickett started to find his stride slowly, but surely. I don't love what Matt Canada does on offense, but still, I just trust TJ Watt in this situation to be a game wrecker and get the win on the road.
0: Uh, I'm going completely Homer here. I think the Texans pull this out. Um, I trust the Texans' offense way more than I do the Steelers' offense. Uh, now, last week during the the Jaguars' CJ Stroud was sacked 0 times. He was only hit 4 times. Yeah. Uh now through the first 2 games, he was sacked 11 times and it was somewhere around like 30 QB hits. Um so so the O-line even though they are down four starters, uh this will be the third week in a row that it's the same o-line so they're they're getting that cohesiveness there uh what does worry me is the steelers defense with tj watt i think the the caveat here is jj watt is being inducted into the texans hall of fame here or or ring of ring of honor is is what it's called uh and i think the 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 team is gonna come out and they're gonna play their ass off for jj during that special ceremony
2: didn't so, know that that changes things
0: yeah i mean <laughs> who's y'all's wide receiver one who ours
3: yes uh it is nico is it ne-
0: is it nico ne- nico collins is one one tankdale okay. two most likely tankdale two robert woods is three and
3: john okay. hutchinson okay.
0: no he no, John Meechie is uh, four right now.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: now. Is he your is he your slot receiver? Meechie? No, he's no. Uh, Woods is playing in the slot right now. Okay,
1: yeah. okay,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Chad is also going Steelers here, and the the Steelers are actually a three point favorite, and the over under on this game is forty two. So,
2: that's gonna be a good one, man.
0: Yeah, I think that's yeah. gonna be a really good game.
1: Uh, Hey, low-key, that might be game of the week.
2: Oh, yeah. I can see that one being a a walk-off field goal right there.
1: I think so. I
0: I can, too. I I do think so. Uh, All right, so moving on, we are – next up is Rams versus Colts. This is in Indianapolis. Where are you going, Talon?
1: I'm going Rams. Um, Puka Nakua has really stepped into his own, um, and he's – really turned this team even as a wide receiver rookie wide receiver he's really turned this team around um i feel like the defense with aaron donald and people people always you know they, they shit on the defense because it's just aaron donald and nobody else according to them um but he but he, they've been doing okay you know um indianapolis i i like garner Minshew at quarterback but I don't trust all the other weapons that are around him at the moment. The defense has got, you know, Shaq Leonard and a couple of others, but I don't know. Something in my guts telling me that Puka Nakua is going to probably have another crazy game with the is Matthew Stafford throwing on the ball or is or is it yeah. somebody it's else? Stafford. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm Stafford. Stafford for um team. and Tutu Atwell is also I think going to ha- have a good game too against that secondary <laughs> of the Indianapolis. So I think I'm going to go with uh the Rams to win this one. All right. Uh, Roger, where are you going?
3: I'm going to go with the Colts on this. Um, Magic Stafford's 117 years old now. Um, He's playing like it. He's literally throwing more interceptions. He's throwing touchdowns. And the Colts have Gardner Minshew leading them right now. So they're going to play good. They're playing really well. Uh, I think they're going to continue that momentum. Brayden?
2: So something to look out for this week, uh, if at the beginning of the season, if you were put on IR, you were good to come back week four. So do we see Jonathan Taylor this week?
3: No, because he's refusing to play.
2: That could be that it could be injury based. We don't know. Uh, even if Jonathan Taylor does play, I don't know if he makes that much of a difference when it comes to running backs. Whenever they sit most of training camp, I don't think they come out too hot early in the season we saw that with josh jacobs he's not doing too well uh whenever i look at this matchup the big key advantage i see in this one is a coaching and b quarterback play and i think the rams have the advantage in both of those categories and i just love how uh sean McVay is coaching his team right now he's making the most out of nothing and he's finding jim diamonds in the rough prime example puka nakua so gonna go with the rams on the road
0: Rams on the road. All right. Uh I'm gonna go Colts here. Uh I have very little faith in Sam Bradford. Um the Rams team is has only won one game this season. The Colts you mean, have won... You mean
1: Matt you mean Matthew Stafford? What did I say? Sam Bradford. I mean they're
0: one in the same. <laughs> <laughs> they're like mirror images of each
1: other. All right, fair enough. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm not going to disagree with you. It's fair enough. I I
3: mean, (laughs) totally one won the Super Bowl.
0: Well, you're right. One did win the Super Bowl. Uh, So, Uh, but yeah, I I just, uh, in in, in Munchu, we trust. And I hate to say that because fuck the Colts, but I'm going Colts here. Uh, Chad is also going Colts, and the Colts are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite with the over-under being at 46 and a half. So, next, right. up, next up is an NFC South slugfest. This is the Bucks versus the Saints. and This is in uh, New Orleans. I had to remember where the Saints played there for a minute.
1: Is David mm-hmm. Carr going to be back? I doubt it.
0: I
3: don't think he, so. He must, have been, he must have been throwing arm.
1: Expect yeah. James player. Uh, oh I'm going Bucks then. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, going Bucks
3: regardless. Well, yeah. I know that.
1: I know that. You know, I just think I mean I just hope that they learn from their mistakes from this past Monday and they actually go into because it's in New Orleans, Craig. It's in the Silver Dome, correct? Yeah. yeah. And the Superdome, um, no, Super Super brother. The Superdome. The Superdome brother. Um <laughs> Fuck you, Hogan. Um, but yeah, I mean, every see that's the thing. Every time the Bucks come to uh, the Superdome, it's it's like they just they they kill it. You know, it, it's been that way for the last several years. Like like every time they go in there, they kill it. Now whether they win or lose is is beyond the scope of what I'm trying to say. Is that they go out there and they put up points. Um, I think Baker Mayfield's probably gonna have a field day. And that's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Buccaneers to win it. All
0: right. Roger, you're going Bucks, right? Of course. I, I thought so. Uh Braden. McLovin.
2: I like, <laughs> I like the Bucks in this one. Just for the thought of uh I don't really trust Jameis just coming in and off the rip, off the bench, coming in as a starter this week. I do think this is a formidable Bucks defense that we saw Jalen Hurts struggle with early. So even with The Saints at home here, it's hard to go against the Bucs with what they have going with Baker and the guys on offense.
0: Uh, I'm going to go Bucs here, and Chad is actually going to go with the Saints on this one. Now, the Saints are – Yes, he does. Um, We had that whole conversation. Something to
2: remember with this one is uh, Alvin Kamara does come back this week. That that is a little key factor in that one.
1: But how's he going to play is the question.
2: I don't think he'll do much, honestly. I no. running backs coming off this kind of stuff, like like I said before, the guys who do not get into training camp struggle. Yeah. Not only but running back shape. It, it's completely different.
0: Yeah. But wasn't Alvin Kamara he was able to uh attend training camp? Was he not?
2: I think you're um, suspended, I don't think. I might be wrong. I, I thought he
0: was only suspended. I thought he was able to play in the preseason as well, but just couldn't play in the actual games.
2: I could I be
3: wrong on that. I don't think he was allowed to. Um Well, they did
0: it for Brady. He was able to play when when he got his suspension, uh back during what was it, yeah, Deflate Gate or one of those Gate. one of those fucking Times that he got in trouble. Uh, he was able to play during uh, the preseason, just wasn't able to suit up for the actual games. Yep.
1: That gave so. us Jimmy G and uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yep.
0: Uh, but uh, New Orleans is a three point favorite, and the over under on this is a 40 and a half. Mm. So, what's the over under on Jameis Winston? Thrown interception.
3: It's probably a hundred. It's probably a
1: hundred percent.
0: Oh yeah, he throw he throws at least one interception
1: at, so, at minimum. So would you set? So would you set it at one and a half interceptions? Oh, actually, shit. it'd probably be set at Second. two. I set,
3: set
1: it. I set let me it look. at two.
2: Let me look, I'll give him the benefit of a doubt. He'll he'll throw one. I don't say two.
3: Let's see here. They even got the picks in for it yet? It's too early. I bet. Probably too early.
2: Um the Bucks are without their uh, their starting corner. So I mean that, that <laughs> is the a can't remember his yeah. name. I don't think he's playing.
0: Maybe maybe a, a a little bit of a factor. Hey, uh real quick before uh we move on to the next game. Braden, did you see the latest news?
2: What we got? Uh, the, the, the
0: the Ravens just signed Kyle Van Noy.
2: I know, I love that move. That's a that's a good one with uh, David Ajabo, Adafi Owe, and uh I think we had one more injury on the the edge. I think that's a great move. Good veteran guy. We already saw it pay off with uh, Jadavion Clowney playing really good this
1: season. What 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 was that last name you said? Kyle Van Noy. No, no, no. Uh, he he ran he ran off a whole bunch of names. What was the last name that you said, Brayden?
2: Jadavion
1: Clowney. The one before that. David Jabo. Bless you. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh,
0: and, and the Jets just signed Trevor Simeon they're going to the super bowl baby
2: hell yeah
1: <laughs> wait okay wait no wait, hold on
2: hold on
3: wait a second they still have Derek Carr listed for there's no do way.
1: they do they even have him like listed as like questionable or probable or anything
3: they yeah, do out for shoulder but I guess they went for MRI results
1: Mm. Oh, so he's probably a day a game day decision, probably.
0: It's a day to day decision right now. They're waiting on the results from the MRI to see how bad the injury actually was. Uh but Trevor Simeon
2: signing with the Jets? Yeah. Okay. Go trade for Kirk Cousins and just let it happen, man. <laughs> but like there's like, here's the thing, I'm not
1: saying I'm not saying that these quarterbacks that are free agents are world beaters, but Matt Ryan's still out there, Carson Wentz is still out there. Hell you could pick up somebody better than Trevor Simeon. But
0: whatever. Uh, he was probably cheap.
2: <laughs> that's, Sala, probably the, that's probably the reason. Sala came out and said in an interview, he said that Zach Wilson gives them the best chance to win. Do I believe that? Hell no. Yeah. Is Trevor Simeon going to start? No. At some point in this season, will he play? Yes. Because Zach Wilson is going to throw three interceptions. They're going to get pissed, pull the plug, insert Simeon. Yeah, and I can shit gold bricks.
1: All right,
0: let's
2: move on to the next one.
0: Next up, we got Washington versus Philadelphia. This is in Philadelphia. Where are we going, guys?
1: I'm going to go Philly, but I think it's going to be a struggle. Because I think Washington is, like I said, they were going to come back down to earth versus the Bills, in which they did. But I do think that now that they've hit that rock bottom, you can only go one way but up. Um I do think it's gonna be a struggle. It is a it is a interconference or sorry, interdivision rivalry, so they are gonna be playing each other like hell. Um and I think Washington has a shot, but not a big shot. I think that Philadelphia is still gonna pull through with the victory. All right. Roger.
3: Sorry, I was trying to look for that betting auto. Uh which game yeah. are we talking
0: about? Uh Washington and Philadelphia. On oh, the Eagles. You, you you betting on the Commodores? No, the Eagles. The Cucamonga kids.
3: I don't I don't see Sam Howell be able to play against his defense.
2: No. Uh Braden? We saw the same game last year, and uh Philly was a heavy favorite at home and the commanders actually came in and kicked ass and won that game. But who, I think
3: who was your quarterback last year?
2: Exactly. That's where I was going with that. Is, uh <laughs> that was Taylor Haneke. I think that's a big upgrade compared to uh, <laughs> Sam Howell. I don't think Sam Howell is where Taylor Haneke was last year. Uh This defense even struggled against to get any stop whatsoever against the Bills. Whenever I thought that the D line could get something going, but it's going to be a tough one on the road in Philly. So give me, uh, give me the Eagles here at home. Um,
0: I'm also going Eagles here. Uh, I, I, I just, I think the Eagles are a better team, Uh, and the Washington team is uh not as good as they were last year in my opinion um i think
1: with, as obviously we know chad's going eagles here right i think the only advantage i think that washington has is their offensive coordinator is eric bienemy and eric bienemy knows how to coach against a uh, a philadelphia eagles team that they just beat that he just helped beat in the Super Bowl last year. So maybe he can key in on a couple of things that could help his team. Maybe, uh, maybe, like okay, we'll run this play because they won't expect this or, you know, maybe do this and do that. Um, Defensively, I don't know what they're going to do. But offensively, the enemy Bien- can do a good job of coming up with a game plan for that defense. But that defense is just good, man. Um, I'm still sure. leaning towards the Eagles, but that's why I said a minute ago. I think there's a chance that Washington could win, but it's not a big chance. But I'm still oh, yeah. leaning
3: with
0: the Eagles. Now, uh, big news that just came out this week about the the Commanders—they're uh, actually being sued by the Native American Guardians Association uh, because they're trying to get the Commanders to change their name back to the Redskins. And the lawsuit itself states that the logo on the Redskins helmet is of an actual person. Uh, that person is chief white calf. So every time that the, the Redskins would go out and play, they were honoring chief white calf. Um, so, you know, there, there is that, um, there, I mean, it, it doesn't, it's not indicative of play. Uh, but I, I, I find it interesting that they were forced to change their name, and now you have actual uh, Native Americans that are like, "Hey, wait, hold on."
1: Yeah, it's very, it's very interesting because you know we say in this day and age, you know, representation matters, you know, and the these Native Americans have said, "Wait, we don't have a problem with the Redskin name. Why do you have a problem with the Redskin name? Like, why are you why why are you offended for us? We didn't ask you to be offended." You know what I mean? But I guess th- through uh, public... Now, that, now that what, what I said just then does not resolve anything that Dan Snyder ever did because he's a piece of shit that didn't deserve the $6 million he sold the team for. But, you know, if the Native Americans, especially in that uh, D.C. area, if they feel like they should be represented by using the name the Redskins, I'm all for it if they're willing to be okay with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, Philly is an eight-point favorite, and the over-under on this game is 44-and-a-half. Uh, so moving on, we have Bengals versus Titans. This is in Tennessee. Um, where are we going, guys?
1: Hmm. Y'all go ahead. Let me think.
2: I think uh, this is a good spot for uh, Cincy. Watching the game last night, Slowly but surely, we stopped seeing the dink and dunks of Joe Burrow, and he started to push the ball down the field off of that, that calf. Uh, I do think it was bothering him just a little bit. You could see him limping here and there. So it's going to take him just managing that and just being able to navigate that injury. But um, on the Titans' offensive side, I do worry about Derrick Henry. I think that uh, he's starting to reach the probably the end of the train tracks on that one it's it's just not looking good for him. I don't think that they can get anything going. Not to mention the offensive line is very, very bad at this point. And then the whole team as a whole just not looking too good. So if you can't get Derrick Henry going, then, you know, the Titans are pretty easy to stop at that point. And uh, once the Bengals start clicking, they start clicking. And uh, I think Sam Hubbard and Trey, Trey Hendrickson probably have a big dare get after, uh, get after Brian Tannehill a lot in this game. We saw Miles Garrett in the Bangle, the uh, the Browns defense get up for uh, get after them last week pretty good so gonna go Bengals on the road
1: I'm also All gonna right. go Bengals on the road I think Tennessee for whatever reason it's almost like they lost their footing it feels like they've it feels like they've regressed does that make sense? like it yeah, feels like really. they're not the team that they were not even the first week of the season not, not even the team that beat the Chargers in week two like they're not, it's I got a feeling they're gonna be one of those I call them roller coaster teams. They're just gonna be up and down all year long, and you really don't know what team you're gonna get from one week to the next. That being said, especially after the what 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 Cleveland did to him last week, I'm going Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati, especially with now, you do still have somewhat concerns with Joe Burrow, especially with the calf injury, but I think that he can overcome that and do just as good. I see Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and everybody just just having a field day on that secondary. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati to win the game. Roger.
3: I'm going to go with Cincinnati also. Um, just don't trust this um, Titans team at all, really, or anywhere. Um, I don't know. They seem they, – they they have a good team overall that should be making better plays and better moves and everything. They just don't. And I feel like Joe Burrow wants to get out of this slump that he's in too. Um, I don't think he likes being uh, under 500 team so he'll do what he's got to do
0: Uh, I'm also going Bengals and so is Chad uh, now the Bengals are a two and a half point favorite with the over under sitting at 41 currently Um, next up we have the Sorry, lost my spot. Uh Raiders versus Chargers. Where are we going?
1: Somebody's got to win, right? <laughs> well, they could tie. <laughs> um eh, I'm going Chargers. I think Chargers, I think they're the both both teams have good offensive weapons. Um, but I trust just is Jimmy G gonna be playing in this game?
2: Uh it's it. a protocol, so I would say Brown Horror gets a start here. It's it's not mm. a little- oof
1: uh oof but now i i i'm i'm going to lean toward the chargers on this one um i think they have a better defense i think they have a better they definitely have a better secondary um so yeah i'm going to go with i'm going to go with the chargers to win this one all right roger
3: i'm going with the chargers i mean no jimmy g um and the chargers are now starting to click. I mean they had a great game last week. Um and like I said before in the in the earlier in the year, nobody's on that Raiders team but Josh Jacobs. I'll say it again. Dude I say it again.
1: I don't know I don't I don't know where the hatred for Devontae Adams comes from either. I, I don't
3: watch the game <sighs> I watched the game. They're one and two.
2: <laughs> yeah, the team may suck, but he doesn't. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah! Wow! It, it,
0: wow! It, yeah! Said what I said. He said he. I said what I said. He said,
1: he said pull up. That's what he said.
0: He said catch me outside, homeboy.
1: How about that? All right. Where are you going, Chip?
2: Um,
0: I, I, I'm going Chargers. Um, Braden, where are you going?
2: Uh, I do like the Chargers in this one. Despite, uh, even if Jimmy G did play in this game, I just, I don't think it'd be enough. Uh, they're making questionable coaching decisions and games, really head-scratching decisions. And despite that, I do like the Chargers offense in this matchup. Uh, unfortunately, they did lose Mike Williams to a, a torn ACL that we found out yesterday. That's going to be a tough blow, but you did draft Quentin Johnson for a reason. He hasn't been able to get on the field, but you still do have guys like Josh Palmer in that offense. So uh, I do expect Justin Herbert to be able to get the offense going despite losing him. Uh, Keenan Allen is big time X factor. I expect him to have a big game in this one. And hopefully they do get Austin Eckler back this week, but uh, give me the Chargers here.
0: All right. Uh, Chad is also going Chargers here.
1: Uh, hey, real, real quick before you go to the next game, I do have a question about this particular game.
2: Um, is Josh McDaniels on the coaching hot seat right now? I would say so. It's It's been a real rough ride for him. I, I don't think it's going to last much longer. It depends on his buyout, really. All right. Chip, Roger, same question.
0: Uh, that's a uh... – a tough question I, I'm not 100% sure yet uh, give me a few more games okay. we'll see we'll take it uh, I just without the actual quarterback it, it, it's hard to to say that they're on the hot seat gotcha yeah. So, okay. Uh, now, the the Chargers are a five-and-a-half point favorite with the over-under sitting at 47-and-a-half right now. Uh. Next up, we got the Patriots versus the Cowboys. Um. Where are we
1: going? Well, we thought we knew what we were doing last week, but Cardinals showed us what was up. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm still going to go toward Cowboys, and I'm not. That's not even a, a confident pick either, because the Patriots the Patriots really hadn't been bad. They just just haven't shown up when in, in the crucial moments when they need to. Um, I mean, they beat the Jets. Whoop de do. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm leaning toward Cowboys. If hopefully they can put some type of an offensive plan together against that defense, Ho- hopefully. So.
0: Roger?
3: I don't know, really, to be honest. Um, <laughs> he thinking? <laughs> this one was a harder one for me to really come up with who to go with. Um, I trust the Cowboys, like, a fraction of a hair more than I do the Patriots. Um... I don't, I don't really know how to say. It. I don't know. I can't be honest with that. Um, I don't know really. Um, yeah, rationalize
1: it any way you can.
3: Well, I mean, the Cowboys are the Cowboys, so they're always going to shoot the bad when you least expect it. And the Patriots haven't looked great either. But I'm going go with Cowboys just just because I have no real reason. Okay. All right, Braden.
2: So I actually struggled just like Roger did to make this pick. It was, it's such a toss up. It really is, despite like last week going into this one, you know, this would be an easy pick, but it really is, it's a tough game to pick, really. But my thought process last week picking the Jets over the Patriots, I thought the defense would prevail. I really thought that uh, Zach Wilson would dot up those guys but you know he, he just couldn't this is a good patriots defense and uh bill belichick is still doing his thing it's it's hard man do i think that both quarterbacks are going to struggle against these defenses yes but i think something that comes down to the key factor in this one is the cowboys are still going to be without three offensive linemen so I really like the coaching on the Patriots more in this one. So, I'm going to go that way. I I do know that the Cowboys should probably win this game at home, but just going to go a little bit different here. Going to take uh going to take the Pats.
0: All right. Uh Chad is going Cowboys. I also am going Cowboys. I I think that what happened um last week was kind of a, a fluke when it came to the Cardinals.
3: What's it? Um,
0: it's the Cardinals, um, and uh, of course they would win the week that I don't fucking pick them because uh, <laughs> fuck the Cardinals. Um, but yeah, I. But it was also like, honestly, on this game, I flipped a coin. I I, I think. And I'm not very confident, but I think that the, the Cardinals win was a fluke. But I'm not, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, we, no, we get what you're saying. We get what you're I saying. Mean,
3: you're disrespecting the Cardinal. what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, th- they could tie and I would be happy because I'd... But both these teams (laughs) Uh, but Dallas is a seven point favorite and the over under on this is 43 Uh, yeah so next game up (laughs) uh, speaking of the aforementioned Cardinals uh, it is the Arizona Cardinals versus the San Francisco 49ers where are we going 49ers
2: Go ahead, Brad. It's hard to do what you did back to back weeks. Like you, that was that was cool. That was cool. But this this is the 49ers, man. This is this is a lot tougher task going into Santa Clara. I mean it's it's no joke, man. This team's this team's rocking and rolling, man. We saw it against uh the Giants Thursday night. Uh a 14 point spread's a lot. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. It might be, but like <laughs> it's Man, it's it's going to be tough for these guys to do what they did against the Cowboys. So give me the Niners here.
1: All right. I am taking, the, four, I'm, I'm taking the 49ers to win this game because kind of like how Washington was last week against the Bills, they were riding high, and then they came crashing back down. I think Arizona is going to have a similar thing. They're going to come crashing back down to earth. I do think that they'll be competitive. I do think they're going to do everything they can, but that that offense is incredible. Their defense is stout. Um, I'm not saying Arizona can't put points up, but I am saying they're not going to win the game. Uh, I'm got I got San Francisco win this one. All right, um, I'm also going
0: 49ers. I, uh, I again, kind of like what I said at the, the last game. I think the the cardinals win there was a fluke you know maybe not a fluke against the the cowboys just a a fluke of a win period um but i you you do it two weeks in a row against two top tier teams and then i'll think about you know picking you to win another game uh so give me the 49ers here um, Chad is also going 49ers, and the 49ers are a 14 point favorite with the over/under at 44.
3: So, real quick, what is the weakness for the weakness of the 49ers right now?
0: Um, honestly, Brock Purdy. No, I can't say that.
2: He hasn't lost, man
0: no he hasn't but he's the weakest link of that team right now uh, he struggled he struggled against the giants defense secondary maybe and I'd and he secondary. he picked it up he picked it up later in the game but at the beginning of that giants 49ers game he struggled against that giants defense
2: Early on, I can agree with that. Early in the game, yes, but...
0: Yes, that's that's why I say he's, like, if we're, we're looking at it, and I still think Brock Purdy is a tremendous quarterback. Is he upper echelon yet? No. Do I think he will be upper echelon at some point? Yes. Um, but, it, I mean, if we're just looking for a weak link on that... Team, I would say it's him right now.
1: I would still go with the secondary. I mean, other than Jimmy Ward, you really don't have any. I mean, not that, I mean, because I mean, they give up, they give, they give up points over the top. Not much, not many. Hold on. But Jimmy Ward. Isn't that, isn't that the cornerback for the San Francisco 49ers?
3: I'm pretty sure it is.
0: No, uh, Jimmy Ward plays for the uh, Texans.
2: They've got an Islander that plays safety that's really really good. Oh, it's
3: Darius Ward.
0: Darius Ward. Okay, I was just say Jimmy Ward's on the Texans.
2: Hold on. <laughs> is it is it Melifonwu? Is that the safety that plays for them for the 49ers? Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know that. Hafanga
3: and Gibson Senior.
1: Yeah, he's he's okay. Good. He used to play. He used to play for the 49ers. That's okay. Yeah. He he played so yeah okay so he went to the Texans in the offseason. okay mm-hmm. that's, that's all right. I didn't know he got traded. I didn't know I didn't know he signed with the Texans. That's, I think that's well, a, I think that, you want to. That's on, to that's on me. That's on me. That's on me. I should have I should have did my research. I apologize.
3: I think I do have to say that their secondary is probably their weakest point.
1: Yeah, well, definitely losing him definitely does you know put you say. Well, I mean if, if they go against high powered offenses that are known for deep throws that could d- definitely put them in bad positions like like when they played against the philip when they played against philadelphia kind of same thing you know they were throwing the ball but then again they were running it too so you know but yeah i would say secondary probably i mean i i'm not
0: saying you're wrong i, I it's not a I mean, it's, it's not like hill. A, I'm gonna it's gonna a hill. To die it's on, also, you're it's right. also
3: just a generalized question. I was just asking what everybody's opinion was on, who, yeah. what they thought the like weak point. I mean, they're, cool. they're obviously the strongest team in the NFL right now, even oh, though yeah. the
1: Eagles, in my opinion. Oh yeah, definitely uh, the best. Definitely best in the NFC by far. Well, I won't say by far because the Eagles are right there behind them.
0: But <sighs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's not a hill I'm prepared to die on.
3: Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: no, it's not. It <laughs> it can't be alright let's move on to the next one it could be you don't know uh, so next up is our, our, our Sunday night football our, our Sunday night football game uh, we got Chiefs versus Jets where are we going
3: well town's going to Jets but i want to go Chiefs
1: alright you don't speak for me motherfucker what are you <laughs> talking about
3: i want to pick your team it's fine be the homer <laughs>
1: Come on, it's Kansas City, man. You, uh, seriously, what what do the Jets have that they can compete with Kansas City at this moment? Kansas oh, City's got a top defense. ten de- They got a good defense, but
3: Yeah, Zach Wilson. I,
1: are you making my case for me? Like, I mean, yeah, the, the the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win this one. I mean, it because that Zach Wilson, like, you saw how what he did against that you saw what he did against New England's defense. And New England's defense is not as good as Kansas City's. Kansas City's is gonna eat, eat that defense. It's gonna especially with Chris Jones being back in the lineup. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, the offense of Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, um Trap, you know, Travis, uh, Kelsey. Travis like Swift. Yeah, I, Travis Swift I was now. gonna I was gonna go there, but I didn't want Roger to yell at me. Uh, <laughs> but, but don't you man. disrespect that, man. Feel bad Say for what? that man. I
3: feel bad for that. Out of all the women he picked, he picked a two by four.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, we don't shame. Oh, two we do. We do. We switch. Taylor Swift. A two by four with seven hundred million dollars. I, don't I care. mean, let's be real. I know you don't care. She <laughs> probably does. He
3: don't care either. He makes millions himself.
1: That's millions. She makes million millions. No, I guarantee she does. Just you. A if billion. they ever if hey if they ever break up you think she's gonna name her next album kelsey and it's just the whole album is just gonna be nothing but yeah i, I think there's literally everything. the only
3: reason why she's going out with him because he's an athlete she hasn't made an album about that
1: mm, that's true that's a possibility actually wait are we calling the 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 the, the taylor swift travis kelsey relationship farce? a facade yes a facade oh mm-hmm. scandalous i All don't right. know
3: why i don't know why men keep going with her with how toxic she
1: is I mean, we only know the public perception of her. Like, we don't know her person. She makes
3: music about it. (laughs) We
1: the Chiefs are gonna win the football game. (laughs) The Chiefs are gonna win because Taylor Swift's in the fucking celebrity box.
2: I'm just I'm really sad in this matchup that we uh we are getting deprived of Aaron Rodgers being in this one. If he plays this game, this would be a great game. Like granted, I know you guys don't like A-Rod, but like that. It would mean it would at least make this game watchable. Okay. Sunday night, you know, we binge football all day, and then we're gonna be like, oh man, can't wait for a Sunday night football. Oh, Zach Wilson and the Jets versus the Chiefs. Don't care. Pick your score. Chiefs win. Yeah, I mean, but and, and even like with this with the pet with the
1: game this past week, like people knew that the fucking Chiefs was just gonna mollywop and dog walk the Bears. Oh, well, how can we get people interested in watching this game? Hey, let's put Taylor Swift in the press box. That's a PR move, man. That's a PR move.
3: They do you look the Bears get... score ten points on
1: them. Oh yeah, yeah. Make it look some like a make it look like a competitive <laughs> contest. You know, you don't want to you don't you don't want to go completely shut out, you know? Make it look like a struggle. No.
3: You know? Should have blown it out the water. A hundred point
1: game. Yeah. The Bears knew they were in trouble when they walked in.
2: They look their their offense literally looked like somebody's little brother was controlling them on Madden. Man, it looked like dog shit. I uh, put it on easy mode. Why not?
3: Rookie,
1: rookie, dude, you could yeah. barely you could barely score thirty five points on all Madden. If even if you're really good, the really good players have a hard time getting that many points on all Madden. You really, think, I mean, no, you
3: just pick Mike Vick and you score all day.
1: That's the cheat right. code. That don't count. <laughs> that don't count. That does not oh, yeah. count.
3: It definitely counts.
1: No, sure. it don't count.
3: Mike Vick yeah. gives you 60 points.
1: Quarterback spy the whole time. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I didn't bring play. your ankles. That's you're the one that told me about the <laughs> I know. I love I love how you contradict yourself. Never mind. Go ahead. Move on. Roger special, do, man.
3: You do the defense <laughs> and contain. You do a decent and contain And a QB spy. That way you force him up the middle.
0: All right, so we're all going Chiefs here. Is that Chad? Nope, Chad picked Chiefs. What? He did.
2: No way.
0: I'm oh, shocked. I, I'm, I'm as shocked as you guys are. All right, in our Monday night game, we have the Seattle Seahawks versus the New York Giants. Hold on, I'm sorry. The... Um, the Chiefs are a nine and a half point favorite, and the over/under on that game is forty-two and a, half.
3: Nine and a half. What The fuck are they doing?
0: I I'm I'm okay. shocked that it's only
1: nine and a half. Um, but yeah, I would have taken the fourteen over/under in this game. Honestly, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yep. All right. Anyway, Hawks or night. Giants. I'm going with Seahawks. I think the Seahawks overall have have overall better team. They got better receivers. They actually have good receivers. We really don't know too much. Even even when they even if they the even if the Giants they tell you the receiver, it's like I didn't even know that was a receiver because I mean they're so they have no name receivers. Even though they can put up some points, they had that comeback against uh, had that comeback against Arizona, but. I mean, the Seahawks are a good, well-rounded team, good defense, solid defense. DK is going to do his thing. Geno is going to do his thing. Um, Kenneth Walker Jr. has been really, really good in his second year. Um, I- I'm, I'm leaning towards C- Seattle to win this one. All right. Roger?
3: I'm going to pull Chad. If Saquon plays, I'm going to get no <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew he was doing that. Seattle. I mean, All right. they're, they're definitely doing better than the Giants are right now.
2: Yeah. Braden? Uh, this one was actually pretty hard to pick for me. This was Cowboys-Patriots tier difficulty, but uh, I think with the Giants still being out, Saquon, Andrew Thomas, and you've still got at guard Ben Bredston. And then on defense you got Aziz Ojolari out too. He's a good uh, force on the edge it's just it's too much to overcome i think see seattle is it's clicking Start out slow but i think gino is actually leading that team very very well and uh actually i really like that uh jamal adams comes back this week that's gonna be cool okay. uh he's kind of he's overlooked a lot um uh, i think that's gonna be a good little hype piece for the team getting going mm-hmm. But uh, seattle's getting going they got uh kenneth walker got going really really good last week he uh He was really good on the ground and Zach Charbonnet, he got some work in the ground game too, but, um, it's tough. It's tough to pick the giants here and overcoming their injuries right now. So I do like, I do like Seattle on the road. Uh,
0: I am also going Seattle. I, I currently have zero faith in the giants and I, I want to have faith in them. I do, but I have none. Um, So I'm going Seahawks here. Uh, Chad is also going Seahawks here. And the, oh, let's see. Uh, The Giants are actually a one and a half point favorite with the over under at 47.
3: So is one coming
0: back? Okay. Not not that I know of.
2: (laughs) Matt Breida game. Matt a legacy game.
1: So
3: Saquon coming back? Let
1: me look. Like, yes, that is an emphatic. Nope, that's what that is. Not gonna Wait, happen.
2: They said they got that spread at three.
1: A one and a half.
2: Yeah, it's a pickem. So yeah, it's 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 close to a pickem without being a pickem. Seattle has injuries, but like, I don't think it's compared to the magnitude that the Giants injuries are like Charles Cross is still injured but I still think that uh, Jason Peters I mean that that filled him fun. right all
1: right all right so with that being said what do y'all think um, game of the week's gonna be
0: um Dolphins uh, Bills Texans Steelers Hmm. Yeah, that's that's all I can give you right now. The Thursday think, night game. I think Buck Saints
1: is going to be a Lions, Packers. Good. Yeah. Lions Packers.
2: Yeah, Lions Packers game of the week.
1: Ravens Browns has a, has the potential to be a good one too. So does the Bengals and the Titans. Um, but Ravens Browns is going to be a fight. I think. Yeah, um, that's just going to be smash mouse football. Yeah, that's a, that's that's great. Uh, Broncos, Bears, anybody? No, <laughs> no. Uh, I seen I seen this one thing on TikTok. It said, "How about the Broncos and the Bears play I- against each other, and the loser gets relegated to the XFL, and we bring up the St. Louis Battlehawks or something?" And I thought the XFL
0: it, may not be anymore, so
3: it's gonna be the Rock Football League.
1: Oh, they're having. Difficulties? Oh, no, they're, they're, these, they're, merging. they're merging with the USFL. Oh. To be
3: Dwayne Johnson's football league.
1: Mm. So the USXFL... I don't know what they're going to call it. WA, I don't know. <laughs> That's interesting. How would that work, actually? No, well, I mean... Mer- just both them. leagues? Yeah. Both leagues play
0: in the, the springtime. So...
3: I hey, think might, they'll probably might actually get like in a, might actually get in in uh, actual robberies like in state robberies and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Will I they have two probably, in
1: team?
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, I think they'll probably keep the XFL name because they have like media rights with ESPN. Uh, is it ESPN or is it Peacock? Um,
3: um I think it's ESPN. Yeah, because USFL so, had NBC and Peacock.
1: Yeah so okay, I, I didn't even know anything about the merger I'm looking it up now yeah
3: so they have Michigan Jersey Philadelphia Pittsburgh Birmingham Houston Memphis and New Orleans
0: as long as they keep the roughnecks around I don't give a shit
3: they're the gamblers now oh you're talking about XFL yeah so would they both be used teams like
1: See, would, they mur- I, I, would, I, would they? Would they? Fuge, would, would they fuse? Would they fuse as one, or would one of them be forced to move to another part of Texas, like Austin or San Antonio or something? What
3: is the actual? Let's see.
1: When's the actual season start? No,
3: let me look at this. I'm just looking at the t- actual team locations. Yeah, they both are actually still and they play on turf. Ugh. Um, yeah. That would be I think that's the only team that would really have to decide what to do. Um we just need to keep the Seattle Sea Dragons.
0: See Braden, uh, do you like, like to, to run SFL SFL or USFL?
2: Honestly, like I try to get into it it is. Just... The quality of football, I just it's hard to watch, man. It's, it's just insane. It's, it's are you crazy. not
3: entertained?
2: No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, they've got some good I mean, they've got some good playmakers. They got some good You're missing you know, out things. It's really I good watched, stuff.
2: I watched uh who what I think it was Cardell Jones on the DC Defenders a couple of years back when they were playing. Mm-hmm. He was actually really fun to watch. And then AJ McCarron had a really good stint. Yeah. He's coming oh, back he to the re- NFL. Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, he he he's oh. uh,
1: coming back to uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, he he got signed to Cincinnati. He got signed to Cincinnati. Yeah. So there you go. All right. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Are You Ready for the Football? Let us know what your predictions are. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, Chip, Roger, Braden, anything you guys want to say before we bounce out here tonight?
2: Uh, if you guys haven't already, definitely check out the uh, the Kelsey documentary on uh, Amazon Prime Video. That's a definite must-watch. Really good insight to uh, Travis Kelsey's last season. Really, really fun. Jason Kelsey? Yeah, yeah. My bad, Jason. All good.
3: So, make sure people don't get confused and upset because you know how they are on the internet.
2: <laughs> Tell me about it. All right.
0: All right, Chip. Anything? Um, as always, don't forget to leave a like, comment, share, and subscribe on spotify and right here on youtube um you know help, help us get to uh help us meet some goals here and uh if we suck let us know why we suck but other than that leave us a five star rating on spotify absolutely Raj. anything
3: um no go ahead chip in with the outro <laughs> <laughs>
1: i gotta i gotta plug the 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 uh the shit first um gonna plug your shit i gotta plug our shit first is what i said uh. open your ears fucker mm-hmm. anyway uh check us out, out on all of our social shit. media platforms. will you shut up so i can do this <laughs> <laughs> shout out to everybody uh who's been down with us day one you guys know who you are um also check us out on all of our social media platforms facebook twitter instagram tiktok um also check out streamlabs.com forward slash movement radio forward slash merch go cop some new merch and also once again movementradio.us your one-stop shop for all things movement radio
0: i am chip hazard i'm talon williams i'm brayden howard and this is movement radio god's plan